0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, in,
1: for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
0: What up? That's another episode of Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Yeah, we're here. We're here, people. I think we're all exasperated. We've been saying the same things about this team. You know, it's sort of hard. It's the, it's the second night of a back-to-back. Um, The loss to the Timberwolves, which we'll also talk about was really a frustrating loss so while it's probably understandable why they lost tonight with it being the second night of a back-to-back and missing certain guys it's like honestly no one's trying to hear that because of what happened the night before and also just because of like where their season is right um So we'll get into what we think the current state of the Warriors is not, not the current state, but like, what does it mean for them for their season? But let's, let's get into the games, I guess. So tonight versus Denver, the Warriors were in it. High scoring game for the first half by both teams, which usually indicates to me, um, there's not a lot of defense being played. I mean, NBA games, there's just a lot more scoring, but so first we, like, there was an assumption that, like, the main guys wouldn't play tonight because they played the night before, right, Justin? And mm-hmm. there was overtime, and they lost, and, like, dudes were, like, over 40 minutes and, like, long. So there was sort of an assumption that, like, no one was going to play today. And there was some early, like, report indicating that. And then we found out that just Clay wasn't going to play and Dre and Steph would play. And then we found out that Dre was a late scratch right before the game. So in my opinion, Justin, when I heard that, I was like, why are they even playing Steph then? Like, because on a night when Dre is not going to play to me, that usually means that you're going to have to win the game largely by offense. In past years, they could, like, also still lean into their defense, even without Dre. wouldn't be as good, but they could. But I was like, okay, this is one of those games where you just need to be the offense. And, like, Steph already played, like, 40 minutes the night before. So I didn't think that was possible. But I guess being that the scratch came after they already said certain players were available, maybe it wasn't as easy to scratch Steph. I don't know. Do you think Steve Kerr thought about it at that moment?
1: Um. Probably. I mean, I think Steph was questionable before and then they they decided to go with it. So in that moment, it's probably like, mm, is it worth it? And I'm sure Steph actually wanted to play and they, they, they were in the game. Like you said, they had a chance. So I don't think it was like necessarily a bad decision. But you always run the risk of guys, you know, getting ended up a little bit more banged up going out of the game than they were going in. So which is what happened with Steph. And um, yeah, just. Frustrating loss because they were in it even more. Frustrating because they following up a game where they easily should have blew the Timberwolves out and it just didn't happen.
0: So they were making they were hitting a lot of threes in the first half, but they had like thirteen of them or something like that. Yeah. Am I making that number up? Okay. No, it was thirteen, pretty sure. And then but then the threes weren't falling as much in the second half, right? So we Jokic and regardless is hard to defend we know that right he's a great player but with no, with no Dre on the court it's even much more difficult to ask right and so what did you see in the second half where like what caused that like I get it like Denver was hitting shots and things like that but like what happened with the Warriors why they just it went from like we're in this game to we're not in this game
1: <laughs> um you know just like just a lack of hidden shots for one for two just not generating good enough shots um you can really see whether it's fatigue or just disinterest um which i, I don't think is disinterest but like with, with steph he wasn't as aggressive as a lot of people would have liked him to be you know it's a lot of using himself as a decoy standing to the side and letting other people do their thing and it's like he just played 43 minutes the night before there in Denver, who always has the altitude advantage on their opponents. And, you know, he probably didn't have any legs. And then, I mean, in the first half he was playing well, but then he got into that collision in the midair with, I think, right. with Michael Porter Jr. where he, um you know, banged his leg against Michael Porter's leg, and that kind of shook him up a little bit. And I think he had an ankle thing later on in the game yeah. too. So it's just like he's asking him to do a lot. But, yeah, um, turnovers, turnovers, turnovers usual Denver just capitalized off those
0: when they do it it's like it's like a period for like a two minute stretch where just like every fucking possession they just keep turning the ball over and I'm like what 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 is the purpose of this? Why is this happening?
1: It's crazy. And it's always it's always everybody too. It's not just one guy. Like it'll be Dante stepped out, Ty Jerome travels Steph throws it to the other team just completely. JP loses his dribble, and then, like, somebody tries to pass that just doesn't get through, and it's like the whole team just
0: – Gets the yips. Just,
1: you know, yeah, it's crazy. I don't <laughs> – I really don't get it. I really don't get it. But, yeah, it's been something that's been plaguing the, the Warriors all, all season. You know, they've always been a turnover team because of how much they move the ball, but, like, this season in particular it just seems like – it's just being extra, extra bad.
0: Yeah, I mean... it. For one, I don't know why the league is scheduling Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. I mean, it was a league pass game, so it wasn't a TV game. But, I mean, Jokic is just a two-time MVP. You would think you want, like, a good game between Steph... And Joker, like, like, <laughs> why are you scheduling Denver on the second night of a back-to-back, you know, um, if you want it to be any kind of real game? And again, I know that no one cares about their fatigue with the night before, but they were tired. It, it was clear. It was, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like we really need Andrew to get back to being Andrew, you know, especially if you're going to have a night when Clay isn't playing as well, you know, Um, because Clay's, Clay got set the second night of back-to-back. So we really need Andrew to get back to being Andrew. And I mean, I felt like the game where I was saying that he looked his best, which was not the last game, right. It was, was it OKC? Was that the game I said that for? Yeah. They, play, so. they played who'd they played who they played before Minnesota, OKC? Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I felt like they were like running some actions for him and doing things to get him like going. Um and I feel like they got to you know because like and I get it, Clay is their number 2 um in terms of like scoring option, but I feel like The way that they like make a concerted effort to get Clay going, in particular on a night where um when I like I said, when Clay's not gonna be there, I just think they gotta do more to try to help him get into a rhythm.
1: Yeah, I would I would yeah, typically agree. I think this night he just didn't have it at all. Like I think they called some stuff for him and he just just didn't have it. No, I agree.
0: I'm not talking about tonight. I'm saying in general because he's like, it's, I thought he was maybe back after OKC. And I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. maybe he's not back. So I don't know. Maybe it was just the night, but I'm a little worried about Andrew.
1: Yeah, he, he got to, it's, it's, it's both like the, they, they had to make a more concerted effort to get him going. And he has to make a more concerted effort to just be aggressive and, you know, shake whatever cobwebs he still has on him. Like, just shake it off of him. Um, It's really not much else to say about that. Like finish inside when you got your opportunities and, you know, they can give him some more opportunities, but when he gets them, you got to capitalize off of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, and no, I think um, yesterday in the Minnesota game, right. Like there was that, I don't remember who passes him, but he had like, he would have just had a layup right at the rim. And just like, he lost, he just mm-hmm. like lost the Stephanie ball. Yeah, it was, it was like OT, in his hands, right? and he just, and that was part of that turnover, turnover, turnover period when Zlo hit the, the the three threes, and it's just like they had a fourteen point lead at one point in that game. <laughs> fourteen points, I just in the fourth. I quarter. Still, yeah, I that game was so irritating yesterday it was so irritating and the fact that like I mean that it feels like our starters don't know how to close I get it by the end of the game they were probably tired but it's just like because you know when they show the stat about like the Warriors not winning any overtime games since 2017 I get annoyed because I'm like there were like a couple of years in there where like we had nobody playing guys. So (laughs) um, it's not all just like they didn't, but still they've had trouble um, closing games. And that's why sometimes I'm like, when y'all are getting mad at like bench guys, I'm like, the the bench isn't in there closing games, all these games, you know, it's like, but even before it got to overtime, it was just like the decision-making, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Justin, it just, I know that they didn't forget how to play basketball. So I'm perplexed by it. You know, there's times where I can be like, it's clear to me. I know there's fatigue, but I'm like, y'all know you got Denver the next night. Y'all know you got Denver the next night. Just like finish this game. Mm -hmm. And they just couldn't do it in Minnesota. They just couldn't finish the game.
1: Uh, Yeah. I think, you know, that was just, it was a bad, it was a bad loss for sure. And I think the losses, what they mean is, is magnified because of the situation of the season, how there's still a 500-level team 52 games into the season. Um, So, like, if they – it's like if they've won 10 more games up to this point than they have, then a loss like that is frustrating, but it's not as frustrating. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think over the course of an 82 season, you're going to have losses like that where it just seems like, your best players just forget how to play basketball and make good decisions throughout the game Um, or in the clutch. And it's like, well, over 82, it happens. But like when it happens in the situation that you're, that the Warriors are in now, it's like, how can this, how can you allow this to happen? Like you shouldn't be like everything. You gotta be on your game mentally. You can't afford to make mistakes. Your process has to be great the entire time because the urgency is there consistently now because you you've lost all margin for error so
0: but they're also um, playing an eight-man rotation which is that's why it's like concerning because you're also not going deep so like when when you do that that's a signal to us that y'all are taking this game seriously so then it's like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and 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 if the issue is that the guys can't play that many minutes then you gotta get some people that can play minutes Like, you know, because at at some point I get it, that they're going to have much more time to rest and recover in between games, but that's what the playoffs is. Right. I mean, Kerr has never been one to just be like a seven, eight man rotation. He usually likes to go nine or 10, but like, and I know the rotations that are going short right now, it's still like, they're probably tired from the whole season, but like, it's also concerning to me that it's the eight man rotation, you know, and like you, you, you still are struggling.
1: Uh, yeah. I think that, I mean, that eight man rotation, as good as it is, and you know, we can look on paper and see how each individual player can help this team in a playoff series. I do think they're still just small. Like, you know, Dante, you got, you're running your, your starting five, which now has pool in it, which makes you very small. Dante is probably your best role player this year, like non, non core six. He's a small guard. Um, and Kaminga is as good as he's been playing. Curry doesn't trust him to play like 25, 30 minutes a game. He's only playing about 15 to 20 minutes a game because, you know, he does still make rookie mistakes, not rookie mistakes, but young player mistakes. Someone
0: um, I know called there. it a seven and a half man rotation.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. he only plays like half the game.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: And and you got seven and a half, and out of that seven, you got Steph, JP, and Dante, who are all six three ish, and and Clay, who is six seven six six, but he doesn't play big like that. Um, and then you Andrew at times. Tweet.
0: you had a great tweet. Um, because Kerr said he's starting to think of he thinks of Clay more now as like a three four, and you were
1: like, mm-hmm. well,
0: he's yeah. a. Let me get the you you say it so I don't mess it up. He's one on offense and another on defense.
1: Yeah, he's like a two. He's a two three on offense because he's always going to be a movement shooter and stuff like that. He's never going to screen roll and all that type of stuff. But on defense, he's more of a three four. But he doesn't rebound as a three four, like matching up with guys like a Tatum or um, you know Paul George, Kawhi, those type of guys who are like a aren't as quick off the dribble. Um, But they got some size and some length on him. Like, he's probably best suited to guard those guys now. He's not guarding the Kyries and all these dudes, the the quick guys no more. So he's more of a 3-4 on defense. But at the same time, when you need him to rebound next to Tatum, who's averaging, I don't know, like eight, nine rebounds. And Kawhi, we already know how good a rebounder he is, especially in the playoffs. It just doesn't stack up that well. Um, And then on top of that, Wiggins...
0: Sorry, Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to say, he's never been a rebounder.
1: Right. But the thing in the past, obviously we all know, before the injuries, he was able to be a point of attack defender so you can play more rebounders and play bigger players with him, like Andre and Draymond and all that type of stuff, and HB, who was also a good rebounder for his size. So now you're relying on either Dre and Looney or Wiggins and Dre to grab all the rebounds. And that's just, it's tough. It's tough. Wiggins is, you know, still coming back from that injury. And even still, like, outside of the playoffs from last year, he's never really shown the ability to be a dominant rebounder like that. So it's just a tough ass for all of them. Jordan's definitely not going to be <laughs> grabbing a bunch of rebounds out there. So you're putting a lot of pressure on these dudes to play bigger than they should have to play.
0: Shout out to the Canary House who complains about Clay's rebounding all the time. But rightfully so. Saying, like, <laughs> you telling me he can't do more? <laughs> Shout out to the Canary House, yeah. though. Definite support of the show. We appreciate you. Really, really, really smart. If you don't know who she is, check her out. That's the handle. Canary the Canary House. Um, I think it's a good point to break because it's just a good point to break. <laughs> so we will be back. We got more to discuss, unfortunately, and I say that because it's not—it's not, it's not fun vibes over here. It's not—not—not not, not that kind of a night. Um, so you're tuned into Golden Spaces with Justin and Nat. We will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check.
1: For all NBA, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Jessica.
0: What up? We're back. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. And I mentioned that the vibes are not really here right now. And in part, it's largely due to the Warriors. But in part, too, at least for me, um, I've just had a rough night, rough, rough, rough. Last few days working late, I got caught tonight in a traffic jam due to an accident. So I'm just drained, y'all. I'm drained. And the Warriors are what's supposed to be my, you know, my little, my little fun thing. And it's not right now. So just want to make clear that I'm never giving up on the team, but it's just, it's not fun. (laughs) It's not (laughs) fun. (laughs)
1: How do you feel, Justin? Yeah, it's just been it has been super annoying to watch. You know, like we said early in the season, we didn't want to compare it, but it's just very 2021 vibes. Um, two steps forward, three steps back. It makes it even more annoying every time they seem to move down that ladder. Every time we think they're, they're turning the table and they're going to go on a run, it's like, oh, actually – we're going to blow another double-digit fourth-quarter <laughs> like So I'm just taking it a game at a time, and, you know, hopefully we come out of this trade deadline uh, different than we go in as far as roster that at least, you know, give us some more false hope until they let us down again. No, I'm just kidding.
0: I wonder if did they do post games tonight? Because it doesn't seem like they did any after the last game. I'm like, oh this seems like the new thing now. Like when they're really pissed about a loss, they don't come out and do the post games. They just do it at their locker. So (laughs) I just don't understand how Joe Lacob and Co. can be watching this and just being like, Yeah, it's okay.
1: They in the mix. That's what he wants. He just wants to be in a mix.
0: And you're not able to just be like, oh, it's them. They're not doing what they're supposed to do because you look at and I say this, you look at a player who's like LeBron and who's great, right? That's what people say. And like the Lakers losing every other fucking night, right? Like you, I mean I (laughs) look, I'm not even saying that like the Lakers I'm not trying to give like a no help help kind of thing, but my point is really more so that Cause I know sometimes like, I feel like the management kind of things like we've given you enough and y'all just not doing it. And it's like, bro, like these guys are not supposed to just be playing a, a playoff rotation right now. That's not what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Not no guys yeah. I mean, they're the like
1: the
0: game, early to mid thirties, not guys who, who are, have two catastrophic injuries. You know, like, I mean, (laughs) it's just not what you're supposed to be doing. And so um, here's the thing, right? For me, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not. It's not enjoyable to me. And also, I know that, like, still, for whatever reason, it's not that big of a deal because the standings, I mean, that's just what it is. And I think actually what I've come to accept, and I hope it changes, but that it may just be like that for this season in that, in that, I don't know how many teams are going to actually create separation. Like, it seems like maybe the Clippers are starting to do that, but like, I don't really see the other teams doing it. Like, I see the same thing with them too. The Suns, you know, they win, then they lose. You know, Dallas, they win, then they lose. I just feel like all the others are doing that. And so it still might end up being one of those things. Like one game ends up dropping us from like, this was years ago. I don't know if you remember this, but this was years ago. What year was this? It was maybe like, there was a season where like San Antonio lost a game and it dropped them from like two to like, seven or like like whatever because the standards were like all so close that mm-hmm. year i mean teams were not playing mid though like they are this year it was more like everyone was playing well so like every team right. was like one or two apart so it was different in that aspect but if they lost it was gonna drop them and they did and so then when they ended up playing i want to say it was the clippers maybe um they ended up losing to the Clips in the first round and like um like it went to like a game seven but it's just like they probably wouldn't have been playing a team like the Clippers if they would have just like you know not ended in the tie and so that's what I feel like this season's gonna be like I just I don't know if the Warriors are really gonna create separation but I also don't know that anyone else is gonna create separation and so it's going to leave them at a point where like they could still end up finishing fourth and still have like a midseason for the whole season. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the, to me, I I just don't feel like there's any kind of run coming until post all-star. Like if a run is coming, it's not going to be until after all-star because they need like actual real rest. So it's just like, can we manage to get a few wins? Like, can we get some wins just to like get us through the stretch? But I I think it's going to be choppy <laughs> through All Star. I really do.
1: I do too. Um, like I said, I hope I hope they come out this trade deadline having made a move, um, whether it's marginal or something, not necessarily anything big. I don't think they need anything big, but I think that would be the perfect setup for them to go on a run the second half of the season, or you know, the final what fourth of the season, whatever it is. Um,
0: I think it's you one know guy. they get
1: some. Yeah, I need this one guy for sure. I think, I mean, it just has to be a very specific type of player, uh, someone who can play four, hit an open three, defend, you know, in a team scheme, something like that, because that would allow you to play other guys more, play different lineup combinations, stuff like that. Um, uh, I've, I've, you know, kind of shifted over to not shifted, but I'm really honing in on, like, them trying to get Vanderbilt. I think that helps a ton. Um, he's not a knockdown shooter, but, you know, he can hit one out of three. And he does a lot of the stuff that they need people to do. Rebound, defend multiple positions, be physical inside, allow the team to play ways and clay on the perimeter and not ask them to play big, um, which is their best thing. You know, take the ball out of Jordan's hands a little bit and let him play off the ball. So, yes, I would be extremely happy with with them getting him Um, but there's other guys out there get him like
0: what would um i
1: gotta i gotta check on the um the asking price for him i think they said the equivalent to a first round pick is what utah is asking for but um if i if i check his money i think it's under 10 mil a year right now so don't gotta give up a ton um but it's all about what Utah would want. Maybe they would want James Wiseman back so they can potentially flip him for someone else, or because they got big, they got Walker Kessler and other bigs and stuff. So I don't know if they'll be in the market for James Wiseman, but just got to try, at least try. And I'm pretty sure like Bob is is trying out there, based on just like all the little snippets of quotes he's been saying. I think he's, I think he's trying. Um, I'm
0: praying. I tell you, you got to be very specific with your prayers. So maybe I'm going to have to get more specific. I mean, the Warriors even got me believing I'm the reason they're losing. So sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to watch the games. And maybe, and then they still still don't win.
1: Yeah, he makes, Vanderbilt actually makes 4.3 mil this year and 4.6 next year. So if if Bob, I would hate to see it, but if Bob wanted to dangle Moody, it would be the, the contracts would match.
0: Well, you know, that's what Charlie proposed on here. He said, I mean, I don't want it to be him, but, like, you might have to. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm at the point with Moody where I'm just like, if they're not going to really give this kid a chance, then let him go somewhere else, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I am, I'm just, I'm just exhausted by the Warriors. That's how I feel. I feel exhausted by them. Um but I said there's like two reasons why I'm not really like going crazy. Cause one is like what I said already, just the standings are what they are. And like, you know, I tweeted earlier today and we'll actually talk about that in the next segment, all-star, but I was like, the East all-stars are like very mid, <laughs> you know? And then someone tweeted me and they like, I mean, the West all-star bench pretty mid too. And I said, I did the Alonzo morning meme, you know? And he's like,
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and
0: um yeah so i I think that's more
1: injury though huh i think that's more injuries than anything though
0: right but i mean i think that's a perfect um encapsulation of like the season right because um my girl amon a fellow hoopstress um if y'all don't know amon aden check her out um, great, great, so poop minds, and she covers the NBA at large, but also, um, largely the, the Toronto Raptors. And she's with Dishes and Dimes podcast. And she tweeted and she was like, Is any fan pleased with their team this year? And I was like, Nah, man, it's a, it's a bunch of fucking mid this year, <laughs> like the yeah. whole damn thing. And she was like, very mid you know like so many people liked my reply to her and so I just think this is a very weird season you know aside like in the west aside from like Denver and like I I think you know the um the Grizz lost tonight you know like they're they're like at the two and they separate themselves and even still it's not like a great great number two you know it's like you're a little better than the rest of us you may not be so mid in terms of record but you're not like Mm -hmm. you know that and again we'll talk all-stars next segment but I was like going back and forth with the Grizzly fan because like them trying to use the whole like their second I said no that applies when your team is like actually like truly really good you know or they tried to compare it to like the Draymond case when he makes it and I said typically in those years, the Warriors are the number one seed or they have the best record in the NBA. Um, but also Jaren mm-hmm. is also nowhere near the level of defender as Dre. Like, not like it's just not the same. Y'all are trying to look at the stats and say it's the same, but it's not. You know, Draymond mm-hmm. Green has been a top 10 to 15 player in this league. Jaron Jackson Jr. is not. So um it's just a mid season, you know, it's, it's not, I don't know. It's very mid. And, um, so I just, I just think that's also though one of the reasons why I'm not like, you know, people are like, Oh my God, the only thing I want to do, obviously avoid is the play in. But I think like right after the loss against Minnesota, people were like, is this like, where are they going to fall in the standings? I'm like, guys, they'll be back up in the standings. Like I promise you in a few days, like, right. <laughs> Every team is I like so right now. I can't care about the standings. I don't give a fuck if they fall to like nine, you know, because they'll mm-hmm. be like five again in a couple of days. Like it's just that's what all these teams are doing right now. Um, but and 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 more more importantly, I still, Justin, there's still no team I see beating them four times in a series. I just I don't I, I don't see it. Like until it happens, I won't believe it.
1: Right. Exactly. I I feel the same way.
0: Would you believe the Minnesota Timberwolves can beat the Warriors four times? Like, yes, they won the other night. But does anyone really believe they can beat the Warriors four times?
1: No, they can't. (laughs) They can't. I mean, I don't think Memphis would beat them four times. Um, Denver would probably give them the toughest time out of of all the other teams. Um, But Sacramento, come on. The Clippers will give him a if, – if Kawhi and PG are healthy the whole time, they would give him a tough time. But other than Denver and L.A., I just can't see it. I really just can't see it, even if they don't make a move, right? If they make a move to to show up that spot, that skill set that they need to fill, then Denver and, Cl- and L.A., I can't really see it um, either. So, like you said, it's going to look like this for the majority of the season. Uh, I mean, for really for the remainder of the season. And you just – hope that they string together enough wins where they just clear the play in. And then it's just check rock at that point. Like, like you said, I don't, I don't see anybody beating them four times, like truly locked in Steph, Clay, Dre, Kerr with a game plan, going against the same team seven times, potentially, however many times it takes them to beat them. No team is has shown over the course of this last few years that they execute better than the Warriors when any situations nor do they have a better player on their team than the Warriors do on their team. So yeah, get a good enough seed, make the changes you need to make to the roster and then, you know, go into the playoffs healthy and see where the, you know, see where everything lands.
0: Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We don't think anyone can beat the Warriors four times. So I get it. I do. I promise. I think I, Now I think. I understand why y'all are frustrated. I get it. I do. And at the same time, I also understand the people who are like, "Eh." because at the end of the day, it's like when you sit back and you get mad and you do all of that and then you like really think about it, it's like at the end of the day, though, like there's not really many teams that can beat this team in a series. There's teams that can beat them for one game, (laughs) Mm. but there's not many teams that can beat them over the course of the series. And you know, I've seen people like this team is just not good. And I always like, kind of don't like when that's said because I'm like, they're not playing well. Like, you know, so I get that. But like, unless you think the same guys who just won are truly not good, then it's just not true. You know, like
1: they mm-hmm. are good,
0: but they're, they're, it, it sounds so simple. But like Kerr was right. Like, if you heard his post game, he's like, we're just not executing. And that that's literally what it is. I said, so they're not good, yeah. but yet they had the lead and got up to 14 and played them well for three quarters. Like, if they were not good, yeah. it would look like they're not good for most of the game. It would look like, and that's the reason why it's annoying and frustrating, but also when some people push back, like, no, that's not true because it's just like, you can't not be good and do that. Like, you can't, all these games are being lost. Like, you know, in the last couple of minutes. And and that's execution. Mm-hmm. That's not... A, that's execution.
1: Yeah. Kurt, I mean, Kerr said it. Gift-wrapped at the game. Literally had it won. Should have... That 13-point that lead in the fourth should have ballooned to 23, and they should have been sitting for the last six minutes, five minutes right. of that game. But they literally... Literally threw the ball away, threw the game away via turnovers and just... Doing dumb stuff. I mean, bringing it back to the whole playoff point, if they get to the playoffs healthy, that's one thing that, you know, adding depth will help them do that. But they get to the playoffs healthy, you can't tell me that going into a series, you're going to expect Steph to average five turnovers and six turnovers and just give the ball to the other team repeatedly every single game, right? Like they've, they've beaten themselves 10 times this season. Literally, they've beaten themselves close game after close game, not executing and sure that could be a precursor to like what you could potentially see in the playoffs, but we've seen this team in the playoffs plenty of times. <laughs> like, So was that fake or is this fake? You know what I'm saying? Or was that fake or is this just, you know, some some malaise that they're going through over the course of the season that they will probably end up correcting in the playoffs. Like I'm going to guess that it's the second part, right? I'm going to say that if they go into a series, I don't feel confident that any other team in the NBA is going to out execute them when it matters most because no team has done that ever. So that's just how I'm looking at it. They just, like we said, do what they need to do to get to the playoffs healthy and with the, with the team that they need. And I, I'm feeling pretty confident in their ability to win any series against anybody.
0: Yeah. I almost tweeted like in the end when they were lose when they lost and, the way it was unfolding, I'm like, you know what they actually look like? What the Wolves looked like last year when they were playing the Grizzlies. How they, like, had all the games won and then just did, like, stupid shit. Yeah, Cause, yeah I mean, they just were not the smarter team in the series, but they were the more talented team. Um, Debatably. I mean, Ja may have been the best player in the series, but I just thought that Minnesota actually could have won that series. They should have won it. They led for most of the games, you know,
1: Mm -hmm. they blew two separate 25 point leads in one game. Yeah.
0: Different calibers of teams, but it's still like, when I say like the Spurs should have won that fucking. Both of those finals against the heat. Like that first year, they also dominated. They, they, they were leading for most of the games that everything like, it just always made me mad. I'm like, Tim Duncan should have had six rings. He should have been six and zero two. too. He really should have. Should have been yeah. six. Still, it it's still fair. makes me mad. How, <laughs> why didn't you have him in for the fucking rebound? Jesus.
1: <laughs> I mean, and they missed free throws at the end of that game. That, yeah. that would have put them away.
0: Yeah, so, the same thing. Yeah. You know, they actually were not the, like the Heat actually did not play them better but then you get to a game seven and the Heat handled their business right yeah. and so that,
1: it's, it's hard to be yeah. a game seven so. so
0: but the Warriors are not going to do that they're, they'll, they'll, they'll probably I don't think they're going to like assuming they make the playoffs and they start to go yeah they're probably going to be giving each team like a game or some shit because Even last year, when we had the ability to sweep every time, it was like, no, we're just going to play Goofy in game four and Mm -hmm. make it go back to a fifth game. You know, it's just like, we can't ever make it simple.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the Warriors way.
0: It is the Warriors way. And with that, let's take a break. Um, Guys, you tuned into Golden Spaces with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back.
1: For all, in, for all NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Nat and Justin.
0: What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. So, the All Star Reserves were announced today. Did you actually watch the announcement, Justin?
1: No, I did not.
0: Okay. Because I didn't watch it either. And we'll start with the West because we're like in the West. But I really need to know who were the wild cards. And the reason that matters to me is because there is this assumption for everyone that Paul George took De'Aaron Fox's spot. There's this (laughs) assumption that people are making and I'm like, but why don't y'all think it's JJJ? And they're like, well, wow, he's front court player. I'm like, but so is Paul George for like the purposes of their selection. And so someone said to me, like, I mean, you really think the coaches, if they have to choose between JJJ and Paul George, they're picking Paul George? Yes. Like, wait, uh, wait I, like, I don't understand. Like, Paul George, JJJ, what are you guys thinking here? Like, I was so perplexed. <laughs> Like, someone asked me that legitimately, and I'm like, are, are we serious right now? And I'm like, you can't right. use the games played thing because they both missed a bunch of fucking games.
1: Yeah, that was just a complete curveball. I did not see Jerry making it at all. Obviously, on the last the part fans. I said, there was no chance. The Paul George has actually played more games.
0: Players didn't vote for him. Media didn't vote for him. He received zero me- like he literally lost in every category. I've never have we ever seen anything like this before.
1: <laughs> nah.
0: No, remember, remember how they bitched about Andrew last year? But yes. Andrew yes. was even higher than the he-, he didn't get a single media. Yeah, vote. this is this is crazy. I mean, I just I'm floored. By the way, I, I, I did a ballot for the West. We, I, I didn't end up putting it out because like I did on Brother From Another, I did a starter ballot and then we were supposed to do um, a, a reserve ballot. And then Tom Brady decided he wanted to interrupt Black History Month again to announce that he was retiring again on the first day of Black History Month. So he changed the news cycle of our show and we ended up not talking about all stars because we had to dedicate our day on Black History Month talking about Tom Brady. I'm, I'm playing guys, right? Obviously, I don't care, but that's how it is with the news cycle. Like news drops and it's like, oh, okay, we're going to cover Tom Brady for the day. So I didn't release my ballot, but I was going to do a ballot and I asked Marcus Thompson to join me on the show to do a ballot. So I know what his ballot was. Um, And we will get to the East in a second. But he was one of the people who, let's just say, was going with the player who I was also floored by. But it was not. It was not JJJ. I had not seen anybody put Jaron Jackson on their ballot. Like, not maybe one person. I read a bunch of articles to see, like, what other people were picking. No one had Jaron Jackson Jr. on their ballot. Not a single person.
1: I don't know maybe the um the dude that's faking his blocks fake the votes too and they just (laughs) I'm just
0: kidding (laughs) (laughs) I love this from Justin he's playing but I love it I love it
1: (laughs) no this I I, I did not expect that that at all bring out
0: that Justin
1: (laughs) yeah the Grizzlies usually bring out a different side no I'm just kidding yeah, I mean, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, this is his best season of his career. Like, he's having a good year. Is he having an all star year? I, definitely not, especially when you think about guys like Darren Fox, who, like, let's just, yeah, let's just talk about guys who didn't get in, who didn't get in, who should have.
0: And people trying to tell me he's the best defensive player in the league. And I'm like, he's not even better than Draymond. Still.
1: Yeah, he's not. He's very good. He's very good, but sure. (laughs) Like, Yeah, he's not better than Dre. He's not better than Giannis on defense. It's a few guys. There's no need to really go into detail about that, but he's not the best defender in the league.
0: No, he's not. And I just I feel really upset that De'Aaron Fox did not make an All-Star game because of Jaron Jackson. Right. But that's that's also only true if he was a wild card. Because if they actually said Sabonis, Lori, JJJ, and PG's the one who made it in as a wild card, I would be floored by that too. I'd be floored by that
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's, I hope that's not what it is. I don't think that's what it is. But that, would, that wouldn't make a lot of sense to me either. Again, PG's better, he's played better. And he's played more games. Just completely don't understand the Jared Jackson pick at all. I mean,
0: Fox has to. Dame didn't make it, did he? Did Dame make it? Dame made it, it. and I knew he. I knew he would. And I, to be honest, I mean, I knew this wasn't going to happen. But to be honest, I would have given Fox a spot over Dame too. But whatever, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I said that I knew. Remember, the person I was worried about was Booker. Booker was who I was worried about. Jaren Jackson never crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind. And you said, no, no, they're not going to do Booker. And you were right. You were right. But I, I did see some people had Booker on their ballots. Even that I can understand a little bit more than fucking Jaren Jackson Jr. Yeah. So now, and there's, I mean, I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but sometimes players get picked and you know ahead of time, like they're not going to play. So there'll be an injury replacement. But there's no injury replacement, so he's legitimately not going to get to be an all star. And he should, he must be sick right now. Did he tweet? Did anyone from the Kings tweet? Because I saw I saw oh, cool. lots of players tweeting about it, like whether it's on behalf of their own teammates or whatever. But like, I feel like this is one of those years where like people are not understanding the all stars that made it on the reserves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna check to see if they um, tweeted anything. Yeah, now, but absolutely. the East.
0: Listen. So, if you guys didn't catch, I don't know if it was <laughs> our last episode or two episodes ago, but Je- I think it was the last episode. Justin and I went through this exercise of trying to figure out who would make it, and we we just said some guys were not like would not even be in consideration, or we didn't even consider them because we didn't. <laughs> Like we didn't discuss DeMar DeRozan, Drew Holiday Nasty. now.
1: Nasty.
0: I will say this. I will say this that Marcus did have um Drew on his ballot and I was surprised by that and I was like I can't wait for him to get on the show and for us to talk about it because I hadn't considered Drew. And then I looked into his season, and I saw, like, I, the Drew pick doesn't offend me. I don't think he should be an all-star, but it's like, it's passable, and he's on one of the top teams. So I, he wouldn't be my pick, but to me, it's not as offensive as, like, Jaron Jackson Jr. Would you agree with that, or you don't agree?
1: I'd agree that it's not as offensive as Jaron, but it's pretty offensive to me over like what like Harden should should be there oh for sure Harden should be there over him but um
0: what other guards should
1: probably be I don't know if Jimmy's a front court player but um, no
0: so like the thing is I don't think the only other front court player who I can really think would be there not even really would be there because we talked about it like we were like is Trey even gonna make it I mean it's like maybe like a Brunson so, I don't really know. Like, I don't really, aside from Har- Harden, is the only one to me that seems like a real snub. Like, I don't think like a Brunson or even Trey was a lock this year. And we talked about that.
1: I, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have uh, done Trey. Was Drew a reserve? Was he a um, wild card, though? Well, we don't know. But um, if he was a wild card, then like, then he snubs Jimmy out.
0: But how did DeMar DeRozan get in? Because that's the other one. Was he front court or is he because you remember on it was very annoying for like all NBA. They allowed him to be both front court or they allowed him to be a guard or they allowed him to be I wanna say three. I think I
1: Small think forward. he's in as yeah.
0: How was he on the all-star ballot? I never voted for Jamar DeRozan, so I don't even know how they had him listed on the ballot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's that's just off his name, I think, at this point. I mean, he's having a good season. Is he having as good a season as he did last year? No. But Jamar
0: DeRozan's getting on getting in off his name, but I mean, look, I'm not look, I'm not a fan of James Harden, so I'm not losing no sleep over him missing it. But he's not getting in because of his name.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy to me. He should have got in. I think he's having a very good season.
0: There, Pascal Siakam's not there.
1: Siakam, I can kind of understand because their record is so bad, but he's been amazing individually and
0: their record so bad as in like worse than okc
1: i mean it's is it i don't know i think it is is it let's look let's look okc is 24 and 27 toronto 23 and 30 so yeah it's it's worse it's not like a hell of a lot worse But if OKC was in the East, they would be 10th, which is tied with the Bulls. So he would definitely, you know, it's kind of like DeRozan, like same. Same thing as DeRozan. Well, the Hawks are eighth, which is kind of interesting. Right. But, you know, they they started
0: off not great.
1: Yeah. They started off not great, got better. And it's kind of like the opposite with the Pacers, where like they started out pretty good and then Halliburton got hurt and they dropped down uh look it's just so it's it's, the season has been so so mid that it's like everybody has a case but also nobody has a case it's
0: (laughs) just not been a
1: great a great season
0: I just I don't know I was just like what they I mean look you know I'm not even a Jimmy person I'm like but Jimmy didn't make it because I feel like he's one of those guys who the coaches love so I like the the East was always perplexing to me and I actually had not finalized my ballot for the East I had my West one done but I hadn't finalized my East ballot and before the news dropped and I found out we weren't doing it anymore so I don't know who I would have picked but I can tell you that DeMar DeRozan Andrew Holiday were not on my ballot,
1: right? And I mean, one of them was a wild card, and one of them was uh, a guard spot, where well, they both could have been wild cards.
0: Yeah, I have no, not, I have no clue. The East really confuses me, but I think they also really botched that one and and at least even when I think of the East. I think almost everybody in there who made it except for Halliburton has at least been an all-star one time, right?
1: In the ECS. Yes. Julius Randle? Yeah, Randall he's been an
0: all-star once. Yeah, not last year, the year before.
1: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, this is everybody. Oh, yeah, Jalen was an all-star last year. Bam? Was Bam ever an all-star?
0: Who was an all-star last year? I
1: think, think Jalen Brown was an all-star last year, wasn't he? Yeah, I
0: think so. No, he wasn't.
1: He was an all-star two seasons ago, 2021. Damn, okay. this is bam's first time i'm pretty sure nope bam was an all-star in 2020 yeah. damn
0: so like yeah, that's why i is- like i don't agree with all of them but okay but they've now made jaron jackson jr a fucking all-star
1: nasty work nasty work
0: jaron fox has to be so sick right now so sick and I, so cool. I I don't think I've seen so much uniform amongst people where everyone's like, nah, De'Aaron should have made it. Fox should have made it. Fox should have been a lock.
1: Yeah, I thought, he was, I thought he was a lock.
0: I told you like, he wasn't. I felt it. I could see it. That's why I was just like, man, I do not like this. I do not like this because I'm feeling like Fox is going to get left out. But I did not think it was going to be for Jaron Jackson Jr. I thought it was going to be for that fucking guy, A.D., and that's why I was upset. Because I
1: thought that was going to be for. I mean, if it was for AD no. instead of Jaron, that makes a lot more sense. Just to be fair, it should be Fox bar none. but Jaron—that is crazy to me. That's <laughs> actually kind of wild.
0: He's the most offensive one. Like this takes the cake over Andrew Wiggins. Andrew oh, Wiggins wasn't offensive. Like it, it this wasn't. shit is it's like perfect. crazy to me.
1: And the the media and the coaches pretty much agreed that Wiggins was an all-star. And then the fan vote bumped him up enough to make him a starter. So, boom. But who the fuck put Jaron in the all-star game? That's crazy.
0: Like, but he has to have gotten enough votes from coaches for it to even.
1: Right. Who the f- I don't know.
0: And your Over own Fox coach can't crazy. vote for you. So, I really, date look. They got some powerful people. First stats, now all-stars, man. Listen. <laughs> on, that note, on that note, on that oh, I think it's time for us to rap, Justin. I think it's time for us to rap.
1: Yeah, it's time.
0: I'll stop spreading rumors, okay? Because the Jaron Jackson thing, like, and them stat like, you know, patting his <laughs> blocks or whatever it was. <laughs>
1: uh
0: there's a lot of, you know, people saying, like, that's totally false and not true and la 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 it's probably right. But still, it's a fun joke for us to run with. So, okay. Don't take it literally. Be like, oh, Golden Spaces reported that <laughs> Sharon Jackson Jr. <laughs> Tell people we out here running with conspiracy theories. Anyways, guys. Conspiracy. Listen, stay up, Dub Nation. I know they're annoying. I know they are. They're annoying to me and Justin. And I don't know, they get me to that point. I may need to talk to my therapist about it because they're pissing me off. <laughs> yes, I talked to my therapist about the Warriors. Don't laugh at it, Justin. It it needs to be done sometimes when they don't know how to act. So anyways, party people will be back on set. Sa- I just hope Steph is okay. Because what's today? Thursday? Friday? You know, you got like one night off and they got, you know, at least it'll be home. At least it'll be home. Not that I am, again, I'm never happy about injury or anything, but like, I think Luca also got a little banged up tonight too. So it'll be two banged up stars against each other.
1: Yeah, he did. He did have to leave the game. Right. I mean, he's 20. Oh, he left the
0: game. I didn't know that.
1: I think he left the game. I don't know if he came back in the game, but he did he did like go back to the locker room at one point. But I mean, he's like twelve years old, so like that shit, he's not gonna feel that shit by the time he played the Warriors watch. He's gonna Yeah,
0: but Luca's not in the best shape. He's not like the other people, so
1: Yeah, but I don't know. He just seemed him and Jokic are those type of dudes that are just so like they're just tanks. Like they're fat, they're you know, they they're super slow. Calling them
0: fat. <laughs> nice that's good.
1: I mean, like, you know, I mean like I'm joking, but like they're they're stocky, they're tanks, like they even when they get hurt, they get over the injuries pretty quickly because that's just their body type. So I feel like he's gonna be fresh when they play the Warriors. So Well, Steph, Steph will be at home. They'll, they'll have play. the
0: crowd. I mean, Steph is honestly pretty sturdy himself and like when I say sturdy means he played like, I think people think like Steph is so fragile. I'm like, Steph plays on ankle sprains. He played like played with the the Mm -hmm. tailbone. Like he plays through a lot of stuff and not just plays, but like plays at a high, high level.
1: Right. I think people have already forgotten that he literally dislocated his shoulder this season already. And he's kind of playing like through it still.
0: Right. So I gotta go back now and look because I heard there was a fight between uh it's Brooks. Uh, you see, I didn't get to watch it. it. it
1: He's a good. weirdo. Nah, I mean it was a shoving match. It wasn't people. I thought they actually threw hands. They didn't. Brooks did some weird stuff. He like rolled back into um like he was on the ground, rolled back into Mitchell's legs, and and then like gave him one of these elbows to the nuts from the ground. Just weird stuff. And Mitchell threw the ball at him, and they both got up and just shoved a match. Dylan Brooks, weirdo, grade A weirdo.
0: Why are the Grizzlies so fucking goofy, yo? They need to go. They need to get (laughs) out in the first round. They're so goofy. You know what would be
1: great? If the NBA added two more teams and sent Memphis (laughs) to the Eastern Conference. I don't like conferences. I think the conferences should be dissolved, but Memphis, because they're in the East anyway. Tennessee's, like, all the way on the other side of the country. You know what I mean? Like, they're not in the West Coast. So, like, send them to the East, make a Vegas team, and give Seattle a team back. And then, boom, 32 teams, we good.
0: Yeah, because they're annoying. I I don't like them. I really don't. And Dylan Brooks is like, like, y'all are really an unlikable team. Nobody likes them. Like, people don't like y'all.
1: It's funny because they're so tone deaf and they're so, like, they they actually they don't know why people don't like them their fan base their media their players like nobody's jealous of the grizzlies nobody cares <laughs> that you guys are the second seed you're gonna lose in the playoffs again y'all are just annoying players dirty players on your team <laughs> like so annoying coach <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um oh yeah okay no we'll, we'll we'll talk some super bowl preview on saturday justin
1: oh gosh oh. mahomes bringing it home
0: bringing it home <laughs> to where where's the what what home justin you from dc
1: <laughs> i'm from dc i'm not a chiefs fan i need him to bring it to not let it end up in Philly, that's what I need. That's what I need.
0: No. Okay. He disrespectful. If he do that, he might be.
1: If he do that, he he might be the goat. If he do that, he might be the goat.
0: Anyway, um, because wait, 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 wait who, did, who did
1: Philly beat? Philly beat New England, right? The last one they bought. The last one they won.
0: Mhm.
1: Okay. If Mahomes stopped them from getting a chip, while Brady let them get one, yeah. Mahomes to go. I don't, on, the I, don't the <laughs> I don't care about the career. I don't care about the career. I don't And you say he announced his retirement Black History Month. He's trying to take the shine <laughs> in Black History Month. I need Mahomes <laughs> to do this. When he's the new GOAT. <laughs> you ain't even
0: realize he did it.
1: And <laughs> now she- that you brought it to my attention.
0: And shame on you, and shame on our producer Greg. Neither one of you guys wished me a happy Women's and Sports Day the other day. Well, ha- As, I, actually, none of the men I work with did that. Uh,
1: I awesome. was I was honestly uh, unaware of this holiday, but now that I'm aware, <laughs> Happy Belated. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Like I didn't know that was like the day that day. You know. So also
0: on the first day of Black History Month, National Girls and Women in Sports Day. People were tweeting about it. People tweeted me about it. Why don't any of the my, men I work I with in sports know, know this? Up. What?
1: No, I gotta get my time. I gotta get my timeline right because I ain't see anything about that.
0: Yeah, because you probably don't follow enough women, Justin.
1: I gotta get my timeline right.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I follow too many right. Warriors fans who cry about Steph not shooting for the first two minutes of a game. <laughs> I saw your
0: tweet about that, too.
1: <laughs> they did it today, too. I'm like, bro.
0: Bro, right. Steph is slander-free. I don't give a fuck what he does. He's slander-free. Like, the man is giving y'all... Like, I don't care. I don't care if he went out there and sat on the floor and fucking <laughs> cried.
1: <laughs>
0: He's fucking slander-free. It's Lamb's
1: fault. Know. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> it is his fault. It is his right. fault. <laughs>
1: See, Somebody go tweet me today. Oh, I bet you're gonna say it's Lamb's fault. Like I can't wait for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lamb's fault. Is... <laughs>
0: fuck? Listen, listen we always end up bringing the vibes. No matter what the Warriors do, we get back to a place of vibes (laughs) before we close, right? I mean, think about how this podcast started today, this episode, and look at how it's ending. It's vibes, always on Golden
1: Spaces. Vibes. Stay to the end, always.
0: To the end. So, listen, y'all, thank you for tuning in with us. We empathize. We're with you. Okay? Um... (laughs) Next game versus Dallas. We rebound back. In, are we back to 500 now?
1: Yep. 26 and 26. <laughs> Ninth seed.
0: <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, um, rebound. We'll rebound um, back at home. Back at home, they'll rebound. And um, yeah, Luca versus Steph. It should be fun. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you. Make sure you're downloading, make sure you're sharing, make sure you're leaving a review or a rating, five stars, uh, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Golden Spaces Pod. Until next time, take care.